Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Hello, beautiful. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm super excited to have you here. Happy New Year still. We are in January 2020 and we are talking about really dialing in what you need to do to really help increase your egg quality and make 2022 your year to get and stay pregnant. This mini episode, I'm going to dive into diet. Now, um, I am a very spiritual being. I believe in the mind and body connection. I'm all into the subconscious mind. But what I say to all my clients is we are physical beings on a physical earth. Um, And for many of you here who are dealing with unexplained infertility, or maybe you have low AMH, or you know, or the doctors have told you you have low A quality, like myself during an IVF cycle, PCOS, endometriosis, whatever it is, um, you have to be doing physical things to help physically change that narrative. We are unfortunate. I know that there's people out there that can literally change their mindset and reduce their stress levels and be pregnant. That was not me. (laughs) And that might not be you. And it's super shitty. And I feel for you because it sucks. Um, There's people out there that can do, once again, mindset and stress reduction and go gluten-free and boom, they're pregnant. That was not me. (laughs) That's not even close. Um, but the thing is, is no matter where you are, diet is one of the most powerful ways to help improve your fertility, especially your egg quality. So within finding fertility, within the formula, the one-to-one coaching, we really heavily focus on finding your inflammatory foods first. There's absolutely no point drinking gallons of bone broth, sucking down liver and eating uh, sauerkraut if you are still introducing those inflammatory foods, either knowingly or not knowingly. So the first step is really to master um, finding those inflammatory foods. And so that can be with an elimination diet, And remember, we want to start where we're at. So it could just be um, with the top food intolerances, which is corn, soy, 
um, dairy, gluten, high sugar. And someone said eggs the other day was one, um, which I do believe, I believe eggs could be. So that could be like the sixth one. Um, or if you've already played around with that, things still aren't working. Like in my case, I went paleo for a whole year and I saw great improvements with my normal health, but I still wasn't getting pregnant even with the assistance of IVF. So luckily there was the paleo mom talking about the autoimmune paleo diet. And I um, discovered that I was highly intolerant to, and I mean, highly intolerant to tomatoes, paprika, um, and a few other nightshades, but tomatoes and paprika are like my no-go. Um, so really finding those food intolerances is your number one thing that you need to do. Um, then, um, we want what we focus on is doing that for a solid 30 days um, just to not overload yourself with like, oh, adding in this and adding in that. We really want to just like get down to basics and introduce a wide variety of food. And so within the coaching programs, either online or one-to-one, um, there's, you get the 30-day um embryo boosting meal plan with 30 plus amazing recipes. Um, there's a recipes link um, section two to bring you to more autoimmune paleo recipes. If you want to explore more than just what's in the 30 day meal plan. Now, my top tip is not to overload yourself, not to make it super complicated. Um, even if you just have your basic things to get into that flow first and um, just give yourself time to breathe. <laughs> I would say I tried, um, when I really shifted up my diet, I tried to make a new, like a brand new meal from scratch because especially if you're going to autoimmune paleo, you gotta do a lot of things in scratch, from scratch. And um, I was so overloaded, like I was so overwhelmed with the new ingredients, the different like measurements, um, buying the stuff at the store. So I really encourage people to keep it super basic. And even if that's just making yourself salads with a variety of different um, vegetables and lettuce and arugula and herbs, um, and then if you're eating meat, you know, a nice piece of organic meat next to it. Um, just make it really, really basic <laughs> um, and really give yourself time to think. We also dive um, into rethinking your supplementation. Most of the time, just like myself, I am, you know, not calling the kettle black. Um, we're overdoing the supplements. And one, we are um first not reducing our inflammation. And so the supplements just become really expensive pee. Um, and secondly, we're actually not targeting the things that we need to target with supplementation. We're highly likely taking um, fertility, my hands are up in the air with these air quote fertility supplements that um, we just don't need at the moment. They might be great support for you later if you decide to do that. And I'm just gonna tell you up front when you get to the supplementation part, either in the formula or you do one-to-one -one with me, 
it, you will not see a fertility supplement on there. Um, I don't personally believe that you need them <laughs> because your body will naturally know what it needs to be doing when you give it the right support through your diet and balance out your, your stress levels and among other things that we, we go over. Um, so we, there's a section really early on in the coaching that we really want to just eliminate that supplementation and work with our doctors. Obviously, if you're on any prescribed medication, that is something that you talk to with your doctor. Um, there's a section about baby aspirin. Um, a large majority of people are coming through on baby aspirin, um, even ones with known um, blood clotting issues. But um, my issue is, is that when you're in healing mode, you don't want to be taking aspirin. I've actually had a client with a diagnosed blood clotting issue who was actually intolerant. She found out on her MRT test, um, food sensitivity test, because it tests for um, other things, not just food. And she was highly intolerant, no, she was moderately intolerant to, to aspirin. And so I said, look, when you need to use aspirin, it wants to be very targeted and um, used after your healing phase because your body is going to be better able to handle it and you have greatly reduced and will still be reducing like 90% of the things you might be inflammatory for. So that aspirin can do what it's supposed to do, but also at the same time, not cause the inflammation that it might cause. Um, if you're like overwhelmed with inflammation. Um, what um, I touched a little bit about this, um, about bringing in a wide variety of food when you have found your food intolerances. I always give you guys an on and off table list, either for the elimination diet or for the autoimmune paleo diet. And this is really important because it helps you focus on all the food you can actually bring in because I know sometimes, well, no, I know when you eliminate things and you're on this like fertility diet, it sucks. It feels like you can't eat the things you want to eat or used to eat. There's nothing in the store for you. So it's really important to focus on what you can eat. So you get a list of things that are on the table. Um, I'm still pretty close to a full autoimmune paleo diet. Um, I guess I have some modifications in there. Um, and I don't think my diet lacks of anything. Um, I think nowadays too, there um, are some great companies and this is all linked within the course. And when I do one-to-one -one, um, where you can actually buy um, paleo or autoimmune or auto, uh, autoimmune paleo, you know, chips, um, breads, you know, all the different things where back when I started it, there was like little to nothing. So it's a little bit easier to help transition. Um, but once again, we want to focus on real, real food. So food that like is grown <laughs> basically. Um, so we got snack lists for you guys. We got the 30 day meal plan on and off the table recipes and the 30 day challenge. And I touched a little bit about this last week about how we want consistency, not perfection. But I do believe there's a time and place for 
almost perfection. And so you have a 30 day challenge where you write your commitments, you write your goals and you, you know, commit to yourself, like, this is what I'm going to do. And you can express that in the communities. You can let me know over there. This is what I need help with. This is what I need commitment with. And you really give it your all within that 30 days. After that 30 days, then you, your body will have enough time to really eliminate high levels of inflammation. And you will see dramatic changes in areas that you might not see. And there, um, there's a really important part in the coaching where we have our goals list. And so we, um, we really highlight some of your normal or common health issues. And we watch those slowly disappear or improve. And that's how we know your diet and your lifestyle is working. I actually just got off a coaching call today with a one-to-one client. She was saying that her ADHD has greatly improved. She said, that's not even something I thought was possible. She says her hair has greatly improved. Her PMS symptoms are dramatically less than they used to be. She lost, um, I think, 10 pounds really quickly on in the 30-day challenge um, because she did the MRT test, so she knew what her inflammatory foods were. Um, She didn't have the vaginal discharge that many of us deal with and just think it's kind of common. That greatly went away for her. Um, She had um, been diagnosed really randomly with endometriosis and PCOS, but no like real follow up or like the level or whatever. And she said, you know, I didn't really have per se symptoms that I knew of, but there was like a pain on my right side and that's greatly reduced. So it's looking at common health issues that you might be having and watching those when you're doing your diet. And especially when you're reintroducing, you want to look for those common issues coming back. And they could be from anything, like it's not just your stomach. So like, if you say, well, I don't have diarrhea or constipation or bloating, you know, these symptoms can be linked somewhere else in your skin, in your mood, um, in your sleep, in your hair, your nails. Um, so we really, there's a whole list of, you know, like say like, I can't think of anything. You read through the list and you're like, okay, yeah, I do. I do have that every once in a while. Da, da, da. For most of us, we can probably name five easily of, uh, common or normal health issues that we're dealing with. So for most of us, fertility is like a sub issue. It's not, uh, we're really trying to get down to the root cause of what those, Um, symptoms, where those symptoms are coming from. And um, with our fertility, like, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but usually it's the last thing to click into place, because your body doesn't actually need it to survive. So um, our goals, we really want to be focusing on things that um, are achievable in a short term, because it helps with the long term progress. So it might be um, three to six months before you do get pregnant um, with or without medical assistance. And that's just due to it takes three months for an egg to mature anyways. So I always say your starting line is 
your three month starting line is when you feel really, really confident that you have all the right steps in place. So you've figured out the diet you need to be on. You figured out what stress management you need. You got your sleep dialed in and then you're like, okay, I'm feeling good. Then that's when you kind of start counting your three to six months for your aid quality. So if you, you know, are planning to do IVF or even an IUI, I always recommend three months from when you know. Um, I have had clients um, feel pressured into IVF cycles and they haven't worked because they haven't given it enough time. And especially if you're dealing with, um, I would say, more severe issues um, like gut health issues. Um, we talked about SIBO. Um, you know, thyroid issues, it just takes a little bit longer for those things to sort themselves out. So you just want to give yourself as much time as possible to just be successful um, with that. So that is like the next step diet. And there's a lot in there, <laughs> but it's super, super important. And I know many of you here are working on those and I'm really proud of you. I'm sure you probably haven't heard that. I am super proud of you um, for even being here, listening to this and deciding to step outside of the box and really start reconnecting with your body to improve your chances of success. So next week, I'm going to talk about the mind-body connection and how this can really help improve your fertility. Um, I will say, I feel like this is like the hardest piece <laughs> for me, like diet, like out of sight, out of mind. Um, but when you're dealing with your mental and emotional health, like you just can't escape, right? Like you can't escape. It's always there. Um, but it's so important. So, so important. Um, so have a beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week for another episode of Finding Fertility. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.